Welcome to the best idea ever podcast of all time. That's right, it's champs in the making. We're back once again. My name is Jay. I'm your host this evening. I forgot to say the other half of that first sentence. What is champs in the making? One might very well ask. Well, it's the Moonshot Podcast Network Patreon podcast where we pit every Pokemon that they ever done, gone, made into a tournament, into a bracket against each other. We make them fight. We are an expert panel of judges. Uh, We figure out which ones are batch. We figure out which one. We figure out which ones are best uh, in a tournament setting. We are in round two. My name is Jay. I use he and they pronouns. I am from the Marmoset Chronicles and season three of Interstitial and some other stuff here on the Moonshit. I keep saying mm. words wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but you know where to find me. I'm joined by Claudia. Hi, uh, Claudia. Is she, her pronouns. Uh, I'm one of the co-hosts of the Three Little Words podcast. We rank uh, romance novels on their steaminess, dreaminess, and memeiness. I'm also joined by Jacqueline. Hello, I'm Jacqueline Swampert, she, her, also. I am one of the hosts of... I forgot what my podcast was called for a second. <laughs> of the of the Riordan verse, Rick Riordan verse reread podcast, Unwise Girls. There you go, you found it. I was about to be like, do you need me to whisper it to you? Well, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also joined by Roma. Hello, I'm Roma. I use the they them pronouns, and I have a podcast called The Hyperfixation, where I have my friends come and tell me things in 30 to 45 minutes so I can get a grand approximate knowledge of many things. Oh, uh, I'm just going to say this again. And speaking of 45 minute intervals or 30 to 45 minute intervals, I love having Roma on the show because it's such a good transition. <laughs> um, speaking of that, uh, we are going to once again set the timer as we go through a variety of different Pokemon. Uh, first up, we have Jellicent versus Gligar. What a great pair of names. These both sound like things you'd buy at a pharmacy. Uh... Jealousy <laughs> disturbs and confuses me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, let, we, we do have to talk about it. So, uh, Jellison and uh, the Pokemon it evolves from, which has a name, which I don't remember, uh, are unfortunately subject to the whims of gender. Uh, the male is the blue one and the female is the pink one. I... I do like their individual designs. I like the blue one more. I do like both of them, though. It is one of those things where, like, I I, I will always be... I, I always enjoy some Pokemon being like, you know, there are animals that have gender differences in nature. They will look different if they are male or female. There's birds that have different colors, whatever. I do enjoy when they do that in Pokemon. This one's so... Off, like, they might as well, when making the female one, they might as well took the male one and just put a big bow on its head. Just full-on Miss Pac-Man. It's, it's, it's grievous. It's like... The the guy has a mustache and the girl has eyelashes. It's the worst form of this. And and a mouth shaped like a heart, cause women love love. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks a lot. Uh Glygar is just kinda out here. Like he's just kind of a little a little pest. He's just a funky little dude. He's got his tongue out. He's going, nah. Yeah, yeah he's a little punk. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. him. I like the vibe. Oh, he's got little pinchers. He's got little teeth. You know, at first, for actually for a long time, ever since I realized he existed, I wasn't a fan. But now, at the ripe age of twenty six years old, I think I finally have warmed up to him. I think he's mm-hmm. a good little guy. 
Yeah, are, are, are we all leaning more towards Gligar? I, I, I'll say, it sounds like we're all leaning Gligar, but real quick, I'll say, I, I like Gligar for actually the same reason, or a same reason I like Mawile, which we gave up, uh, which we let through last round, uh, which is that there's a certain type of Pokemon that's like, if this thing was big, it would be lethal, but it's probably like two feet tall, so it's just cute. Like, it's it's cute because it has teeth and barbs and claws, but you know it's just a, li- a little guy. <laughs> You know what it also has? It has shoes. Whoa, you're right. Look at those I've feet. I've never thought about the shoes. Are those Honestly, shoes Gligar? or one toe? What? Is it Ooh. shoes or one toe? Hmm. I think it's shoes with a big toe out of, out of the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little goblin shoes. Little, little like, something out of a strange fairy tale. Yeah, I don't know. It's Gligar for me. He stick his tongue out real far. He go, meh. I, get, I, I I vote for this. I like it. Is it Gligar? Yeah. I thought it was Gilgar it? for like my entire life. Oh, yeah. Whoa, I like Gilgar though. That sounds like a a weird knight who would like fight you in a swamp in uh, in Dark Souls. Gilgar the Terrible. Yes, he he's a little terrible little guy. I love him. All right, are are we all Gligar? It sounds like we're all Gligar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's clearly yeah. the Sonic the Hedgehog of the Pokemon universe, so that's that's <laughs> and, pretty cool. <laughs> and the Sonic the Hedgehog of the Pokemon universe moves on. The next matchup is Gumshoes and Pyroar. Oh, Gumshoes was such a poorly timed uh, Pokemon. Oh. What is that? Into it. I don't know how the fuck Gumshoes made it past round one. I don't really know how either of these motherfuckers did. I don't like Pyroar very much either. Um, Gumshoes, let's rewind to 2016, a year that was fine where everything was normal. Sun and Moon came out that year, came out right after the 2016 American presidential election. Uh, Gumshoes looks like Donald Trump. (laughs) I can't unsee it. He's got the ha- he looks like a cartoon of Donald Trump from about 25 years ago when he when he, like like when he still had the like blonder wig as opposed to the wig he has now. Like I can't unsee it. I don't hate it otherwise. I love Sun and Moon, but I can't stand by this thing. Um that said, Pyroar is also nothing to me. You know, Pyroar has a uh, Microsoft Word clip art energy and I kind of love it. Um, mm, expand on that, please. Well, I'm also looking at it in a very small image, very far back in my seat. But you know, just the bright colors, <laughs> uh, the hair. Well, Roma, anything has has clip art energy <laughs> if you look at it from the right, the wrong size. Um, so it's a combination of I am not a fan of gum shoes from its origin story uh, that I've just heard because I've never seen this before in my life. I do not like its name. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So Pyroar uh, sitting next to that and its funky little hairdo, uh, it, it has my heart. It, it does. Okay, okay. It's, it's got- it is another one that uh, stinks of gender a little bit, unfortunately, because it is the, the long hair is the lady one, mm. and the, the male one is the big mane. But at least that's like, that's reflective cut. The mane is reflective of an actual thing lions have in nature. The long flowing hair on the lady one is not so much. Well, I mean, it it ends up having like less hair all around than the male one. Mm-hmm. Which I dig. I like the the side shape it's got going on. Yeah, I, I do like that. I do like that. Jacqueline, please, any any thoughts you have? 
So as much as Gumshoe's hair is a mistake, I think the rest of it really captures that like hard-boiled detective feeling. <laughs> Which and... is the idea there. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, and I just really think that's better than anything Pyroar has going on. <sighs> yeah, you know, you're right. And as much as I said about the Trump thing, there is a very real anime detective vibe to him that I do, I do kind of like. You know, looking at him, I'm realizing that his little, like, fur ruffles are definitely in the shape of a trench coat. It is, yeah, it's a coat, and that's very cool. All right, no, you know what? I'm getting over it. You're, y'all are y'all are getting me to get over it. This is healing. This is what healing looks like. Yeah, because ultimately, I do I do kind of agree with that. Um, and I, I like Young Goose, the thing that it evolves from. It's just a little, a little shitty mongoose rat. Uh... I don't love either of these, but I think the detective thing is working better than I was giving it credit for when we first looked upon this matchup. And I think very softly I might be uh, eating a little bit of humble pie and tilting towards gumshoes after all. It's such yeah, I also vote gumshoes. Oh, Damn, okay. I... Jacqueline is for gumshoes. Claudia, are you for gumshoes? Uh, uh, mm. I can't get the the Trump out of my brain. <laughs> Roma, all right. I love my little Microsoft Word lions. I can't get past that. I love the funky hairdos. Okay, okay. Oh God, that ties us. That ties. Us. No God. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. I could uh, I could go grab my girlfriend and see what they think. That's great. Yeah, I was gonna put it in the chat, but if you got someone, you can go grab, please. Okay. I can one also second. ask my mom what she thinks. She's she's up here. No! Only one tiebreaker <laughs> needs to be on number. Oh, well, in that case, let me go grab my wife. <laughs> ah! Well, let me go grab my roommate! <laughs> uh, I, they said Pyroar. Pyroar Let's takes go. it with the, with the swing vote from Jacqueline's partner. Uh, yeah, this is Ilumise versus Victory Bell. Is it Ilu? I always thought it was Illumies. Like Illuminate, like... Like Zoomies. Huh. Uh, so that's Illumies, a little bug versus Victory Bell. This just mouth with a job. Like, it's just a... <laughs> I, I love Victory Bell. I'll say it right off the bat. Uh, it's probably my favorite Gen 1 grass type. I think it is like... It's also in that category of could be terrifying, but could also just be really cuddly or just really cool to have around. Uh, I like that in the anime, James of Team Rocket had one and it would eat him constantly. That was very funny. Never got old. I I am a hard Victory Bell stan. Lumis does very little for me. Uh, it and Volbeat, the other one that it's paired with, are supposed to be like... I think they're supposed to have a Romeo and Juliet motif, and it's fine. It doesn't do anything for me. Ooh, this is difficult, because Victory Bell terrifies me to my core. Um, I do not want to be eaten by that. I feel like it would have a funky smell. Um, very earthy, Understandable. funky smell. But mm-hmm. it also makes me feel intensely more than Illumis does. I have no emotions towards the little bug. I think he, I think I think they're cute, but my vote, even though it may be a negative one, has to go to Victory Bell for like the big uh, emotions it's causing me to have. <laughs> <laughs> 
the 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 size of the reaction is more important than the emotions therein is what you're telling yes. me. Yes. <laughs> I understand. I understand very well. I like that way of being about it. Claudia Jacqueline, please. What where where are you in this fly versus the fly catcher that we have going on here? So, I'm trying to not let nostalgia blind me here. Not that I'm accusing anyone here of that at all. I'm just saying for mm-hmm. myself personally, I know that that uh seeing this this big plant when I was first six years old definitely gives it a leg up over this uh weird pink and blue bee. But it's a bug. I don't like bugs. Um mm-hmm. bugs that are two feet I don't, tall. What? That bug is two feet tall. Does that change anything oh for my you? Oh god, is it? I I mean that oh, kind of does, to be honest. Y- yeah, I'm... It doesn't have a creepy bug okay. face, so I appreciate that. I'm, and also I'm the... my brain exercise of, like, how long is a Subway footlong sandwich, and then multiply <laughs> that by two. That's too big! That's too big for that bug to be! I'm sorry, but, please continue. But listen, the, I'm, I'm looking at the Pokedex entry here, and mm-hmm. uh, it says, Illumis attracts a swarm of Volbeat using its sweet fragrance. Once the Volbeat have gathered, this Pokemon leads the lit-up swarm in, t- in drawing geometric designs on the canvas of the night sky. I don't know, that kind of slaps. Also, Illumis kind of sounds like a girl boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can I can see its moveset, including uh, gaslighting, gatekeeping, and, and girl bossing. It can yeah. do all three. Exactly. Yeah, it is... According to some of these Pokedex entries, it can draw over 200 patterns in the night sky. That is very impressive. It's, uh, it is of many talents, many, many pens. If we're doing Pokedex entries, I do also have the Victory Bell ones out. Uh... Let's see, we'll do from Emerald. Uh, the long vine extending from its head is waved about as if it were a living thing to attract prey. When an unsuspecting victim approaches, it is swallowed whole. Uh, from Fire Red, it lures prey into its mouth with a honey-like aroma. The, help is, the helpless prey is melted with a dissolving fluid. So what we really have is a cute and talented little friend versus an apex predator. <laughs> yeah. I don't... That is a difficult one to proceed either way with. Can I share a little more information in comparing these two Pokemon together that I find intriguing? So Please do. Alright, so Victory Bell is five foot seven inches. So that's about a me size. That that Pokemon mm-hmm. is my size, but weighs thirty-four pounds. And now we're gonna also take a look <laughs> at Illumise, who is, as previously stated, two feet tall, who weighs thirty-nine pounds. So I actually think that Illumis could probably put up a pretty good fight against uh, Victory Bell. Yeah, if uh, Victory Bell swallowed an Illumis, it couldn't move for like a day. That's It'd be like though. stuck. But then again, if there's like 200 of those little guys fighting the one little Victory Bell. Hmm. Damn, that Victory Bell's toast. Oh, I'm seeing, let's see, uh, other Victory Bell facts said to live in huge colonies and deep jungles, although no one has ever returned from there. Uh, once ingested into this Pokemon's body, even the hardest object will melt into nothing. So never mind, Illumis, you're fucked. You're, you got swallowed by Victory Bell, you're fucked. Uh, how has James from Team Rocket emerged from one so many times? We may never know. It's Truly like a Wesley and Princess Bride, just slow... Uh, acclamation to that acid. <laughs> it does have big, big victory bell energy. You're very right. That's super funny. Um, I don't know. At the end of the day, these are all great Pokedex facts, but I just, 
I, I, I do. I, I like Victory Bell. I like that it's a plant that looks. It also reminds me of Little Shop of Horrors. I, I get a lot of Feed Me Seymour from this guy. And I'm going to feed him all night long. For me, it's Victory Bell getting my vote. How are y'all leaning? I'm still I'm still Victory Bell. I think Illumise mm-hmm. has a higher score in my book. However, uh, Victory Bell still has my vote. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for, yeah, for me, I'm, I, I love Gen 3 as much as anyone. It's my fa- It's one of my favorites. But, like... To me, no matter how many pretty pretty lights it makes in the sky, Ilumeze is all flash, no substance. Uh, I yep. like to I like a Pokemon I can imagine in the world, and Ilumeze feels wrong at all sizes. I vote Victory Bell. Uh, I'm gonna be the dissenting vote and say Ilumeze. She's just a, a little girl boss. I like her. <laughs> and with that, Victory Bell moves. Yeah, I. I... I do feel like, uh, Jacqueline, to your point, like, every generation, I also love Gen 3, came up with it, it's still my favorite, every generation has a couple Pokemon that I would skip, or forget, or just not think of, and Volby and Illumis are that for Gen 3 for me. Oh, uh, with that, we won't, we, we'll skip it and forget it, because Victory Bell is moving on. Our next matchup today is going to be Hakamo-O? 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 I think you're good. And Swampert. Little babies. Ooh. The first one kind of has the sauce. <laughs> would, you, would, you describe, would you describe these as little babies, to use your words? Because I don't think I would. Uh, you know, I say it in the same way that you look like a, at a big, giant, like, golden retriever dog. Like a little, like a big old man. But you get, you say that's a little, that's a little baby, that's a little pupper. Mm-hmm. Same energy. Definitely not a little pupper. I do understand that. I do understand that. Jacqueline, uh, your surname summons you to the table. Uh, I I would love to hear your your famed Swampert uh, stance at this time. I'm with you in liking Swampert. I think the more of these two, but I would love to hear from you at this time. Here's the thing. Swampert is a puppy, first of all. Second of all, Mm -hmm. uh, Swampert is a water ground type, which is the best type combination out of like one of the very, very best. It's it's not cute. It's not the cutest. It is cute, but it's not the cutest. It's not uh, the like the most the most wonderful, the most beautiful, the most spectacular. It's just like the most huggable and the most sturdy. And it look it's a big it's a big amphibian. I love a big amphibian, and it's it's just everything I could dream of. I love Swampert so much. I'm I'm locking my vote early uh, for Swampert, and nobody can change <laughs> my mind, especially not this lanky teenager of a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not the strongest matchup in my opinion. I, I like so the Hakamo so Hakamo is another middle form. It evolves into oh, I can never fucking remember. Is it evolves into Jangmo or Como? Um either either way, it evolves into a cool fighting dragon type, which I, I like a lot. I like what it evolves from and what it evolves into. This is, as you said, an awkward teenager, as we we hit on that a lot when looking at middle forms, how many of them just look like they're in puberty, uh, parentheses derogatory, and <laughs> I think Hakamo is definitely one of those. Uh, I am right there with you on Swamper, Jacqueline. My nostalgia with Gen 3, the day I got my first video game system, it was a Game Boy Advance with Pokemon Sapphire. I chose Mudkip. I have a lot of nostalgia from Swamper, but even past the nostalgia, like, yeah, it, it just, it, it's just a... I don't know. It's just a big dog. It's just a like this thing would walk around with me in the park and hang out with with like it. It 
can put up a fight. It's the evolution of the water type starter, but it looks friendly. Like, it looks like it's powerful and also friendly in a way that I think a lot of Pokemon try to do and don't always succeed at. I also like that its eyeballs are orange. That's fun. Yeah, it does have big golden retriever energy. Mm-hmm. Claudia, we're, we're all shouting here about Swampert. I, I know, uh, no, no thoughts from you. Do you have dissenting thoughts or are you also on the Swampert gang? I mean, I'm on the Swampert gang, but I'm still going to go to bat for Hakamo'o. Uh, I really like that it has jewelry like built in. It's got the, the golden nails. It's got the, the weird double necklace, the, the golden bit on its head. And its tail, I think that kind of slaps, to be honest. It's got that kind of, like, mm-hmm. built-in armor, but it doesn't look like it's, like, a natural armor, even though it is. I think that's weird and cool. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Swampert, but also, I, I can see the merits of Hakamo'o. Yeah, no, I, and, and to be fair, like, I, I do agree with you on all those things. Like, I think... I think it has a really unique design. The whole line does. I, I like uh, Komo'o, its final evolution, a lot. I think it's, like... One of the more... I, I, I like when a dragon Pokemon doesn't just look like a dragon. And th- this line, there's a... I don't know what... Is it Ankylosaurus? There's a specific dinosaur that I think this whole line is supposed to be based on. Uh, but whatever it is, I think it's cool. And I like that not only does it have all that jewelry, like you're saying, it when it evolves, it gets a move that is just it shaking the jewelry around and clanging it around so loud that it is an auditory assault oh, on so the opposing good. Pokemon. It's super cool. Uh, I also love Sun and Moon, so I, I'm, I am I also have affection for it because I I need any leg to stand on for being a big Sun and Moon stand. I feel like, um, but I would defend Como on those things a lot more than Hakamo. It's Swampert all the way. Swampert moves on. Uh, next, let me look. Oh yeah, so next we have Mineshell versus Decidueye, which I believe. Was Decidueye brought back? I believe Decidueye was a reward in uh, either the Moon Landing or one of our streams, I should have checked, uh, to bring a Pokemon back in Champs that had been killed off in the first round. I was a big defender of Decidueye in that first round. I was very appalled by the people I was with. Uh, This is a completely different cast, so who knows what the verdict will be today. Uh, I love Decidueye. I do also like Mineshell. Off the top of my head, this is two designs that I think are like really distinct and cool. I don't like its sleeves, the the mine shell. I love the sleeves. I'm sorry. I I don't mean to offend, but I think out of the out of the the built-in outfits here, I think that Decidueye's uh, cool cloak is is better in my opinion. The sleeves bring me back to my middle school years when I'd have jackets (laughs) that were too long for my little arms. It's got a little bit of that. like, oh, I don't know mm-hmm. if you heard my mom. <laughs> nope, but uh, but but she she's. If your mom has thoughts, they're non-binding, as we don't need a tiebreaker yet. But if nope. we do, she'll we know who to call. Uh, it was commentary about my my long arms that I got from my father. Ah, um, <laughs> amazing. But uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I like Mineshell because it's supposed to be like a Tai Chi ferret. Like it's it's it it's a fighting type that is like one of the first fighting types. Maybe not one of the first. There's probably a bunch I'm not thinking of. Definitely not the first, but like one of the fighting types that is not just a muscular thing. It is 
It is a fighting type that exerts physical strength through different means than being like a physical thing. It does it through, you know, it's supposed to like do it through Tai Chi and these kinds of motions that are uh, very different than that. And I think its visual design really communicates that well. It's very flowy. Um, I like that a lot about it. Unfortunately, it is up against Decidueye, who is one of my favorite stuff. You know how I was just saying I need legs to stand on for why I love Sun and Moon so much? One of those legs is this whole ass bird. Um, I I love I love this owl. I love that it it shoots arrows out of its arm using its arm as a bow. I think that's super cool. I I don't know. I could sit here and talk about Decidueye all day, but I I will abstain. I think I'm coming around to the sleeves. <gasps> mm, okay. Score. It's it's given me um. Now that you you mentioned the the middle school too big hoodie thing, it's given me big like uh Allison Sheedy and Breakfast Club energy. Oh, I see. I see. Jay's trying to sway us back to the other side. <laughs> I'm just listen. I I I had other images for Mindshell, but they're all web web MP files. I couldn't save any of them and share them. What am I to do? I have mad respect for the cloak and the bow and arrow energy going. Like, the the hoodie, like, string, pole strings are also the bow and arrow. That's cool as hell, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not a fan of the color green? I don't know. <laughs> what green ever do to you, Roma? <laughs> you see, now yeah, you're looking no, a little I, so- sultry here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is fan art because every other fucking oh, image of course, I that's why. Pokemon I couldn't share. Um, yeah, well, listen, listen. There's several I'm looking at that I will not share. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, my my jaw, I really like this this flowy fighting type. It, it's the more I'm thinking about it, I I think I will be the Sidui vote. But the more I think about it, the more I'd actually be okay with Mindshow winning because it is like. I don't know. Like I said, like 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 Jacqueline, we talked about Hariyama earlier. I like fighting types that communicate that type through something other than just I'm a muscly man. And it, it does that. It does that really well. Um, I did also share uh, Hisuian Decidueye, which is from Pokemon Legends Arceus, which does become part fighting type. It is a grass and fighting type. And talking about that, I don't think it communicates that type very well. I don't think this motherfucker looks like a fighting type at all. I, I don't really like the look of this thing very much, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, Mian Shao and Sijuai are both really good Digimon, and that's a compliment for me because I love Digimon. <laughs> um, Hell yeah! And I, I really like. I, I, I think the one, the one thing I'll say against Mian Shao is I think it's very slightly over designed. Like exactly one element it doesn't need, and so it's, it's like the mustache. Yeah, I can see that. I. I think the mustache, like, it, it's in sync with the rest of the Pokemon, but I agree that you could remove it and nothing would be lost. I find it yeah. interesting that this but... uh, this fan artist turned that mustache into, like, into, like, cat whiskers for it. Yeah, there's a, there's actually a lot I'm looking at that did that. Um, they turned that into that. They also uh, changed some other proportions in some ways. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I vote Decidueye. <laughs> Decidueye is, like, I, I it was my Sun and Moon starter, but past that, like... I think it is just a really cool line for a starter. Uh, we're, we're talking about Mindshow's hoodie sleeves. Decidueye has a hoodie hood. It, they're both they're both wearing that look, and I, I like Decidueye's hood. I love that it uses a drawstring to make a bow and arrow. Decidueye is a cool bird, and I stand by it, whether it survives this battle or not. Oh, now I'm conflicted. 
Now I got one foot on each side. Oh no. That's Roma undecided. Jacqueline, do you have a, a, a clear decision one way or the other? I don't. This is really hard to me. <laughs> I know. Do, do you want? Do we need Pokedex entries? Yeah. Can get us Pokedex entries. All right. Let's let's do some let's do some reading. Mind shell. This is from Black and White, the generation it was introduced in. It wields the fur on its arms like a whip. Its arm attacks come with such rapidity, a word I haven't seen before, that they cannot even be seen. Uh, they use the long fur on their arms as a way to strike their, their opponents. Uh, that's pretty much, that sentence is pretty much every Pokedex entry. Its arms are like whips. Oh, wait, no, actually, uh, gener- uh, in Sword and Shield, we've got, when Mineshell comes across a truly challenging opponent, it will lighten itself by biting off the fur on its arms. That's a little bit fucked up. Hmm. Uh, delivered at blinding speeds, kicks from this Pokemon can shatter massive boulders into tiny pieces. So it's not just all the arms, it's also the legs. The, 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 whole, the whole body is a weapon. Ah, that's that's some stuff about that guy. Let's look over to Decidueye. Uh, in Sun and Moon, the generation it was introduced in, we've got it fires arrow quills from its wings with such precision they can pierce a pebble at distances over a hundred yards. Uh, and then in Moon, although basically cool and cautious, when it's caught by surprise, it's seized by panic. That isn't a great point in its favor. <laughs> why, why is that its whole Pokedex entry in one of the games? <laughs> Uh, the more I look at Decidueye, the more I realize I don't like, I don't like Decidueye, like, as a whole. I just like the one initial picture of Decidueye. I'm voting for Mianxiao. Damn, okay, okay. Uh, well, one other, one other Pokedex entry I'll desperately read, just because it's about the other form of Decidueye. Uh, the air store, stored inside the, what the fuck? The air stored inside the Rachises? R-A-C-H-I-S-E-S, don't know that word, of Decidueye's feathers insulates the Pokemon against Hisui's extreme cold. This is firm proof that evolution can be influenced by environment. Boring. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, okay. So Jacqueline is on my show. Claudia, where where do you stand? Oh, man. I, I'm going to give it to Decidueye specifically because I like the name Decidueye better because it has that, that fun kind of play on Deadeye. That is true. It has Deadeye. It also has Deciduous, which is just a fun word to make people learn. Yep. I like when a Pokemon name uses a word that people don't know because everyone gets it confused. Uh, like how Greninja has the Protean ability and everyone I know called it Protein for a long time. <laughs> All right. So that's that's one for Mindshell, one for Decidueye. Roma, how you feeling? Give me your thoughts. Give me your vibes. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, there's a large portion of me that really wants to like Decidueye. Like, I, there's a lot of reasons to like the little guy. But, but, but do you though? But the, 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 the 13-year-old kid inside of me thinks that Mineshow is the coolest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> On top of the fact that I am a, uh, I'm a fire performer. I do live like very flowy dancey stuff with fire fans and so i feel like mine Shao's sort of well, fighting style is is like relatively similar to that kind of like flowy whipping stuff around energy so it's like more in that mm-hmm. i yeah my mine Shao has my vote i'm sorry i'm not You're sorry a fire performer Roma? Yeah. that's sick that's a side note but i, would, I never knew that Surprise. about you i i am going to <sighs> I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm actually going to swing my vote 
over to Mineshell. <gasps> I'm, I'm gonna give Mineshell the win. Because, uh, like, the, the more we're talking about it, the more I'm like, I do like Decidueye. It is, you know, I, I have a lot of affection for it because it was my starter in Sun and Moon. Uh, I do think it's cool. I do think it's a great final evolution of a starter Pokemon, but I keep coming back to that idea that there is not another fighting type that communicates being a fighting type the way Mineshow does. And I think that wins it. Mineshow moves forward. Woo! Oh, with like one second on the timer. This will be quick, I think. So I do <laughs> want to give us this last matchup because I think it's really funny. We've got Deoxys versus Venipede. So Deoxys, this incredible morphing spaceman, the Mewtwo of Generation 3, versus a bug. Oh. It's gotta be the bug. bug. It's gotta be the bug. The Deoxys is. Wait, what? No, fuck, fuck! I should have stopped it after the last match. Yeah, Deoxys oh, no, looks no, like no, a fighter no, no. jet in like a bad way. No, in a good way. No, I'm sorry. I don't like the weird, the weird like tangly arms. I don't like that. It looks kind of like DNA in one form and like a squid in That's another. The... I... Okay, okay. The variations are too much. When Deoxys mm -hmm. came out. I had nightmares about him for like months. <laughs> not even Sick. no no badass. kidding. Nightmares. That's that's a mark of a badass Pokemon. It gets into your this dreams. This is the first I've seen this bug. This bug is friend shaped. Okay. okay. <laughs> Jacqueline, help me out. Where do you stand on this one? I am gonna help you out here because I love Deoxys. It's especially yeah. because of Destiny Deoxys, the movie that accompanied it. I, yeah, it's it's spectacular film. Yes, it's it's really even if all its forms aren't like my favorite, I think that just like the base one and like most of its forms are really good. I think speed one looks bad. I think the speed one's weird looking. Uh, I don't get why it has so much of the striated gray black uh, on it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really like Deoxys. Its name is derived from deoxyribonucleic acid, which is what DNA is. That's why it has the DNA arms. Uh, I think it just has a cool face. Uh, it's, it's, its whole origin is that the gem in the center of its body is a meteor that comes from space and like lands in the Pokemon world. In uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, you fly to space on Rayquaza and you fight one in space. I, I think that I, I'm a big fan of the changing forms thing too. Anytime that form changes are executed well in Pokemon, I'm a huge fan of it. And I, I don't like the speed form very much, but I, I will definitely stand for the other two, especially... Uh, I like that the, the defense form one looks kind of like Juggernaut from the X-Men. Big fan of that. Uh, I don't know. Venipede's just a bug. I don't really get it. It's it's an alright bug. I like what it evolves into, but I don't I don't really care about this bug. You know, actually, you're right. I, I think friendship bug, no. very cute. But this creature, Deoxys, gives me a much stronger reaction than the cute bug in terms of pure fear. And might have to have my vote just because I don't want it to show listen, up in listen. my later. If Roma or Claudia, if either of you want to make more of a defense for Venipede, please, please, by all means, I want to hear it. He looks like a little race car. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. Ooh, okay, I hadn't thought of that, but I do kind of see He's, he's Herbie the love bug. That's just say angry mm -hmm. ladybug. Angie. Yeah, it is. Herbie it, the hate bug. It is. Herbie the hate <laughs> bug. I love it. Vendetta Venipede? Mm. Vendetta Yeah, I, uh. No, let me download the image I want to share with them. 
Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, that's it, it's, it's like the it's like the Weedle or whatever of black and white. It, it's okay. I, I like what it evolves. It evolves into a centipede that looks like a fucking horse. I love Skullby. Hey, yo. is great. Yeah, here I can I can share the the whole line so we we see how it progresses because I I do. I do like what it's got going on here. It turns into a tire and then it turns into a horse. It's great. I just, I just, it as itself is just, it's just kind of a a little guy who looks like it would never be very friendly. Like it just, it just never look, it just doesn't look like it would ever like me. Oh, because Deoxys definitely looks like they're going to like you. (laughs) It fell to earth from space. I'm going to give it a home. It would come to love me in time because I cared for it after it fell from the stars. Deoxys looks like an OC of Cell from Dragon Ball Z's brother. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, that kicks ass, Claudia. You just you just <laughs> hit me further into Deoxys' corner than I ever could have thought possible. I think you got all of us. <laughs> yeah, Claudia, you played yourself. I hate to tell you this, Damn. but it sounds like it sounds like Deoxys is moving forward, and that, my friends, will do it for Champs in the Making. Thank you so much. Claudia and Jacqueline and Roma for joining me on this whirlwind, uh, scola wind, vena wind, deoxys wind of an adventure. Uh, if you've liked what you've heard today, well, good news, you're already on the Moonshot Patreon where good stuff is. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If there are podcasts on the Moonshot Network, like the ones that Claudia and Jacqueline and Roma plugged at the start of the show that you haven't listened to yet, please listen to them. They're all new, beloved friends of the network that we are absolutely delighted and honored to have. And while you're around while you're on the patreon check out other stuff we have on the patreon we have the moon report which is riley's uh monthly interview show interviewing members of the network i was the first one to be interviewed i don't know if i can say the second one i don't think it's out yet but you'll enjoy that when it comes out they've done a couple more they're really good uh we also have uh once missed wonders on there the movie shot the movie podcast i forgot the name up for half a second because while we were recording the first episode we hadn't chosen a name yet uh that is a lovely podcast where whatever members of the network share the fact that they have not seen a certain beloved movie in their life, uh, they get the chance to get around to it. Hello, Later Jay here, recording this on a different day to tell you a couple things I missed. You can probably tell it's different because, uh, I don't know, my voice probably sounds different at different times of day, like an audio lycanthrope. Uh, a couple things I forgot to mention. I forgot in both of the episodes I hosted here this month to ask uh, my lovely co-hosts to tag themselves on Twitter. You can find Jacqueline on Twitter at Swamp Duchess. Roma is at I Appreciate Your Butt. That's I-A-P-P-R-E-C-I, the number eight, U-R-B-U-T-T. And Claudia at Punk Dyke, exactly how you would spell those words. I also have this lovely list of Patreon supporters to read. This is the list as of the end of June. So if you are a Patreon supporter now, thank you. Uh, if you don't hear your name read, you will in future episodes. Don't even worry about it. Uh, but for right now, the long list of beautiful, beautiful, perfect Pokemon trainers headed to the League Championship of the Moon uh, include DJ Wheeler, Thomas Herbertson, Colin Paget-Arnold, Douglas Matthews, Alice Kira, Anissa Danny, Sam Cook, Corax Alexandra, Holly Loveless, Funi Sherman, Robin Long, Flips MCL, Jay Harkins, Joe DeVita, Evan Jenkins, Logan Jenkins, Michael Ornelas, Daniel Miller, Mayday Knight, Vertigree, Stephen Ketchum, Pat Weibel, Jesse Peterson, Emery, Maddie, A Failsafe, John Bruce, Amy, Grizzytron, Marissa S., George Colson, Hamlet Cooper, Karina, Anthony Charlier, Veer, Void Spooler, A. Fell, Jeremy Auer, 
Colton Crow, Tanner, Morgan Gate Levin, Martin Lord, Adam Butler, Asta, Jenna, Becky Scott Fairley, and Megan Huber. Thank you all so much for supporting the wacky stuff we do here at the Moonshot Network. Finally, I do want to say that uh, as I am editing this episode, we are in the midst of uh, the second Moonshot Pokemon Showdown tournament, which was a goal that we set at the Moon Landing stream. If we reached a certain donation goal, we would host a whole separate Pokemon Showdown tournament. We rocketed past that goal, as you may know, and uh, we are doing that tournament. By the time you hear this episode, the tournament will have come and gone, but VODs of it will be up on the Moonshot YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, look up Moonshot Podcast Network, you'll find us. Uh, We've also got VODs from the Moon Landing and a whole bunch of other stuff on Twitch, so check that out. Thanks, this has been Future Jay. Back to you, Past Jay. Oh, thanks, Future Jay. Wow, you only get more handsome with time. Uh, But until next time, Claudia, thank you very much. Jacqueline, thank you very much. Roma, thank you very much. Listener, thank you very much. And until next time, a goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.